Brian Powell of I Run Far here with Joe Grant after his third place finish at the 2017 Hard Rock 100. How are you, Joe? Doing great. Uh, between us, we've been up for like three plus days. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah how, you, how you doing? Good. I'm tired. Uh, I mean, you can probably tell I'm, I'm like tiny the, eyes swollen. Yeah. 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 Um, it's been a couple years since you've had a really good race, of, I think, of this level. Do you kind of feel that way? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think um, I think from a feeling standpoint, like I've done races like, you know, like White Mountains in Alaska, yeah. which is not a, you know, it, it's basically like a fat ass, yeah. you know, but nailing 100 is always like satisfying, yeah. even if it's a fat ass. Yeah. And so I've definitely had, I feel like, races where I felt super on point yeah. and like, like, you know, you know, Joe Grant of 2010, 11, like we were, yeah. your performances at the event. Yeah, and just feeling that way, and then here, I mean, certainly like the past three years has been, you know, passing kidney stones and tearing quads and banging my head in tunnels, you know. So yeah, it's it's been it's been. I mean, 2012 Hard Rock was uh, five years ago. Yeah, which is wild when you yeah. think about it. It's like, damn, it's just, it feels like it wasn't that long ago, but you know, it's pretty. Yeah, it's a pretty long time. And do you feel like you had that feeling? Uh, um, uh, uh, relative to hard rock obviously but yeah it was a different thing because that year um i had a rough patch from 60 to 80 miles mm -hmm. and then just came back alive and closed really strong so my my feeling from that race is mm -hmm. like you know you're super like you're crushing the end you're feeling like really energized mm -hmm. you know you're coming in like chasing down how and so there was just all this i don't know it's a very it was a lot of adrenaline whereas today it was more like it was kind of the opposite like i had mm -hmm. 80 great miles and then the last 20 i was just like man i'm just tired you know and so and do you like you know we're only a couple hours later but do you have any like regret of pushing that so you know hard early didn't sticking in the lead or with a lead or I, yeah. did you, like did you just go for a good race and, and no i actually was like really conservative i i i walked i had planned to walk a lot of sections like even like through pole creek it's fairly flat and rolling through there there's like all these little like bumps that you can totally run but you know you're 20 25 miles into the race and so i was like intentionally like hiking a lot of that i hiked all of engineer what most, about camp bird I mean, most of camp bird like yeah. other than just like the you know super flat little sections but not very much of it you mm -hmm. know and it was um no i think that i'd set myself up like when i caught everybody in ure they were like I don't know, 16 minutes, I think, ahead of me at Engineer. And I was just like, oh, cool. Like, you know, I'm just going to, it's a long descent. Just cruise down, get into town. Like, you know, not trying hard. You okay. Know? So it wasn't like, I'm going to crush the descents. And no, nah. I just ran. And I was really surprised, actually. I like came around the, like right off the tunnel and saw footy. And then there was Eker and then Killian. And I was just like, oh, okay. And it just felt like, I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't intentional at all. Okay. You know, it was, I was very much just like, it was overcast, and I was like, oh, sweet, it's not going to be super hot coming to Ure. And so my plan was, like, run easy to Ure and then hike Camp Bird mm -hmm. to kind of give, you know, like sort of a, a bit of a break. And then really, I mean, the race to me starts in Telluride. Yeah. You know, so if you get to Telluride feeling it, then great. I mean, is it like eight hours-ish on, like, a good day? Yeah. yeah. And then, and, and so it's like, and I got to Telluride feeling really good, and I was like, okay, this is like, you know, uh, you know, I was with Killian and Mike and just thought if, if you know, if you're going to try and win the race, you have to like, this is where you have to make it happen. Mm -hmm. And um, I took off off uh, Oscars and two thirds of the way, I was like moving really well, feeling really good. 
and then like two thirds of the way off Oscars, just just completely ran out of steam. Like just like right before you hit Wasatch Basin there. Yeah. So I got to Wasatch Basin, and then unfortunately on that descent, I was like, I was descending really well all day, and then on that descent, I was just like a little cooked, and I was like, huh, okay, like I just like not. My hope was that I'd set myself up to be able to basically, you know, really like accelerate at the end. Mm -hmm. And instead it was just like, I just have one gear and it's basically just gonna be like, you know, hike up hills best I can and then just kind of make it downhill. Whereas I think like the first part of the race was much more intentional. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, I'm going easy purposefully here, or, you know, that kind of thing, so. Were at where any point in that last 20, 20 miles were you really grinding your gears or you're like, stepping on it and there's just nothing there or? nothing i mean it was honestly like grand swamp and and, and putnam were really hard like, like tr super trudge fest kind of yeah uh, like i just i especially putnam like i i got to putnam and i was just like i just had this overwhelming like fatigue you know where you're kind of like double pulling and trying as hard as you can and you're just not moving you know and then you get to the top and i like walked along the ridge up top and I was just like, man, I'm just like so beat. And then I came, I think I came into the aid station and everyone was laughing in the aid station. Um, I, I, I said something mm. and everyone was cracking up and I, I didn't know, I, I was just out of it, you know, just like that deep sense of like, okay, I'm ready to be done, you know? Yeah. And you know that kind of feeling when you can't just like eat a gel and it comes back. It's just like, you're tired, you know? I'm like so, so laughing because I, and visualizing uh, two years ago being there with you, yeah, in yeah. my race, and like, yeah, <laughs> that's what it kind of was. Yeah, like you know? the tank is empty, you can try to put more gas in, and you're not going to go any faster. No, it's like, just like you've kind of hit that, and I kind of felt that like going up Grand Swamp. I was like, ah, it's just not going to be like it's not going to snap back mm -hmm. into you know. I was hoping like, oh, they're still Putnam. I could still like you know, and it's quite a long, long little climb there. Yeah, but how can you? I mean. How do you like accept that or say this isn't going to bounce back because you've done enough of these to know that there are ebbs and flows and that could have been. Yeah, but you kind of, I think you just kind of feel it at your mm. core. Yeah. Like there's times where you're like, you're a little bonky yeah. and then maybe you have a little to drink and you're just like, oh, I perk up again. It just wasn't happening. Mm -hmm. And anything I tried, it just was like, yeah, I think I had a great 80 miles. Yeah. And then the last 20 was just sort of like maintenance and in some way it was like, you know, I was more concerned then of just like if someone was going to catch me behind. Yeah. And I was kind of like, well, I think that at this pace, Mike was moving well, Killen's doing whatever he wants, you know? So it was just kind of like, I don't think I'm, like, I can't, I don't have that gear to catch him right now. Yeah. But in that, like, say, the coming down from Putnam, it never felt like, oh, the wheels are completely off. Like, this is over. Like, I might not finish. I'm going to no. get caught by everybody. No, it's. No, there wasn't it that. It was kind of controlled. Uh, I would say there was a lot of effort like mm. if I need you know because there's a lot of little flat spots in there and there's just a lot of stuff that you you know you use downhill mm. you run you yeah. know and that was like certainly like effort for me yeah it wasn't just like whereas before there was you know coming in a Telluride going down to Ure I, I wasn't really putting a lot of effort just like letting gravity kind of take me down the hill mm -hmm. and like putting him I was just like I was like working, I was tripping on stuff, you know, just like, just wobbly, you know, like just, I mean, even just coming in like this last little section in town, mm -hmm. you know, it took like, it's like, okay, it's two miles to go. Like, you gotta run it, you know, and you're done. But even that was just like, ah, oh, like I kind of have to put, you know, yeah. some, a little bit of effort in. So, you know, but it's just kind of the way it is. Like that little, I guess, little extra bit of magic that can happen sometimes. Mm -hmm. You want to set yourself up for that to happen, but it's not always going to happen. You felt like you set yourself up to. I did. At mile eighty, it could have happened, or 
It didn't, but it could have. Yeah, and it happened for, you know, two-thirds up, up Oscars, and then yeah. it just literally went from, like, great hiking pace to just, like... I mean, you had, like, the surprise of, like, sort of seeing those three guys coming into you, Ray. What are you thinking and what are you feeling? You, you headed out of you, Ray, in first at Hard Rock, yeah. like, halfway through. I, I honestly try to just, like... For me, if I'm running my own race, mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter, you yeah. know? It's like, I knew, like, I chatted with Killian coming in. He's like, I'm going to go get my little, uh, another bandage, and he'll catch up to me. You know, he'll just jog out of there, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm double pulling, going, as that, you know, like, hard, and he just sort of, like, comes cruising by with his, like, one pole, and, you know, <laughs> so we kind of just chatted about that, and he was like, yeah, I'll, I'm just going to get my bandage fixed, and I'll catch up to you kind of thing, you know? And so... I just didn't really think anything of it, to be honest. Yeah. It was just kind of one of those, like, I'm running comfortable pace. I'm not getting, like, excited or, you know, trying to just, like, cruise into town yeah. ahead, you know? Yeah. It was more just like, oh, this is the pace I'm running into town. And it just, and I knew that those, that would shift, you mm -hmm. know? And, um, it, yeah. It sounded like, you know, in the situation of coming out of URA up Camp Bird Road, like, there's a lot of talk of, like, Killing being that guy. Like, yeah. Does it feel that way, like to to be at the front of a race, like having a good race, and like that yeah. guy? Well, I mean, the thing with Killian is he's just like he's a very like he's a very humbled, like kind of good natured sort of guy, yeah. right? So if you're just literally like you can, if you make abstraction of the race, we're just kind of chatting, walking up a hill, yeah. you know, and it's just not really like I don't know, it's just like this casual little conversation that you're having, and so I wouldn't say that. I don't know. It's it's cool. It's obviously cool. It's just like his ability is so much higher yeah. than anybody. I mean, that's what I think everybody was meaning by that. Just yeah. Like, not in a bad way. Just like, yeah. this is a whole other level that... No, for sure. I mean, it's like, it's he can kind of do what he wants, which is cool. You know, I, I was joking with him. I was like, man, it's just cool to be able to recover that fast because, you know, he can go do a 50K run on Monday and then, you know, run the race on Friday and it's like, you know, not a trivial kind of 50K run up into yeah. the Chicago Basin. And it's like... His longest run of the year. Yeah. Like, yeah. And he just And he just, like, recovers real fast and, you know, just operating at maybe, like, 70% or whatever. And so just, like, it's pretty casual, you know? Yeah. And it's just kind of... I don't know. It'd be sweet. Instead of having to do, like, you know, little 45-minute taper runs, <laughs> you just be, oh, I'll just go bang out 30 miles and, you know, be and then fine. Your, and then your fitness like, that maintains that at a whole other level because you have this other week of exactly. good training exactly yeah. so and I mean I think that's I mean taper is always a delicate thing and mm -hmm. I think that if you're able to kind of you know you, you you can do a lot of long runs and then like on the third day you're like wow I had an amazing run mm -hmm. and it's weird because you've just done two big back-to-backs or something like that and that often happens on like multi-day stuff you know mm -hmm. where you don't expect to click and then it just like works, you know? Yeah. And I guess that if you can nail a taper like that, you know, where you're just in this flow and then it happens to be race day when it's like optimal, but it's, you know. That's like different than like being gamble. like a track athlete and catching that, like right. doing a couple hard workouts the week before. And then exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. Going, yeah. And I, I think with our, you know, with, you know, our sport, it's just a little harder because distance running is so abusive, you know, and it's like, if you, I don't know, if you don't find that, like, it's easy to kind of lie to yourself and just be like, oh, I feel okay. Huh. But you're like, yeah, you're a little bit tired and a little bit worked. And you're digging that hole. Exactly. And you're just sort of like not being completely honest with yourself, you know? Yeah. And I think just Killian can just go do it. It is actually very casual, mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah. And how about you during the race? Was there any, 
moment or section or anything that was just like magical or like this, anything that stands out in the well i mean stands out I, the sunrise on putnam this morning was in terms of just like natural beauty yeah. was phenomenal sunset on virginius was kind of amazing too and obviously like you know going up to kroger's and you know there was rock and scott and Van Finkel was up there and you know it's just a cool you know heart and soul little crowd so mm-hmm. you know it's it's a good time but I mean the standout for me in terms of like weather and stuff was handies you know because we got hit super hard yeah what and, was that like what went down? well it was kind of interesting because so you run from Sherman up to Burroughs and it's like three miles of dirt road mm-hmm. and it started raining pretty heavily and then it just started crackling and popping everywhere and then that turned into hail and you know you kind of then enter like the forest there going up mm-hmm. to handies and all the way through like below tree line it's about two miles of, yeah, yeah it's still a good decent little mm-hmm. hike right it was just going crazy and we i was just like i only had a windbreaker so i'm just like soaked through you know can't feel my hands and i'm like running a lot just to kind of keep myself mm-hmm. you know um warm and then i broke the cap on my bottle so i spilt like tailwind all over my shirt and i'm just like soaking wet got you know the sugar water all over me and i'm thinking like in that moment i'm thinking like well this is kind of a bummer because you know you get like mildly hypothermic or whatever roll into grouse it takes a lot of energy Mm -hmm. and you know you're less than 40 miles into the race at that point yeah um and so what happened is i was really 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 cold going up handies and it was pretty sketchy like there was a lot like a lot of lightning a couple different storm systems and philip Ryder actually got sort of pause yeah Yeah. but so then i thought when i came into grouse i warmed up because you run down um pretty long ways and then i grabbed waterproof pants waterproof jacket um gloves and sleeves and carried them for the rest of the race because i was like i don't i can't do that 70 miles in no and like i just won't have enough you know reserves to basically deal with that like maybe you can finish but yeah the competitive race is over exactly and 35 miles in i was like this kind of isn't ideal but you know you kind of make it through and because it was a pretty you know it's a pretty long ascent like i don't know how long you're climbing for but you yeah. know how and a half i feel like a couple long, hours long like, i don't know it's just a long like climb you know and so you're getting cold Iker was the same way you know he just had, really so you're getting cold on that i was freezing okay yeah i was like really numb really cold i didn't eat because the bottle was broken and i'm like man this is like <clears throat> too early to be you're drawn from the well like, yeah, yeah like a, you know 35 miles in and so that was like i just i just was I, I just dealt with it in the way it was like okay just get to the top of handies run down have some soup warm up and honestly by the time i got to grouse and it wasn't raining in grouse i was dry i felt fine and i was just like oh you know it, i don't I, w- I was less concerned once i got to grouse because everything yeah. like, the feeling came back you know but i did grab the waterproofs and then just even though I never put them on the rest of the time, I just felt like it was kind of a little bit, like I should have just put a Gore-Tex jacket in my drop bag at Sherman yeah. instead of a windbreaker, you know? I mean, it, yeah, that's probably a good In general, rule. it's a pretty, and you know, the, the jackets now are so light that, you know, you can have like a six ounce. I mean, I think a lot of us have made that mistake. I've made that yeah. mistake of like, oh, a windbreaker's good enough, but. It kind of not, like when it really, and I just thought I'll definitely do the Gore-Tex at night mm-hmm. because, you know, then it's most likely to be cold. And then I just figured like, oh, if it's a little stormy on hand, he's not going to be that big of a deal. But it ended up being, you know, pretty real storm, um, but impacted me less than I thought, you know. And was that nice to sort of 
feel that at some point later on. Well, but, I just felt like I cruised into grouse and I was like reassured, like yeah. going up handies. I was like, shit, you know, like I, sh- I, I just didn't plan right. Mm. This could honestly, like, this can ruin your race. Yeah. Like right there, just because you didn't bring the right jacket, you know, which is silly. Um, but then I warmed up and then, you know, after that, it was pretty inconsequential, I think, for the rest of the race. What you got going on next? I'm doing Tour de Jean in. Uh, You're going. Going back. Um, so yeah, it's September 10th. Um, pretty psyched, you know. Obviously, with um, the 14ers last year and doing some bike packing. Mm-hmm. Um, the past couple years, I just feel like my perspective has really shifted for longer, multi-day kind yeah. of events. How so? Um, I think a lot of it just has to do with being able to kind of manage yourself without stressing and overreacting like handies is a perfect example you know it's like okay i'm cold i just need to like you know do my best to get up and over this hill um and then i'll deal with it you know as soon as i can you know and it's kind of easy to get into your head and sort of like over like stress yourself for no reason it's just like you're cold you just kind of manage your your situation in the moment and that and i think that like brought a lot of perspective to me in this race like you know i didn't use pacers and part of it was just i don't know spend a lot of time alone up in the mountains and you know you deal with your own stuff yeah so what's nice about that is like when you have a low point knowing how to get yourself out of that without having to have a little pep talk yeah is a really useful thing you know just being like okay like you got this or you know you're negative right now because you're sleep deprived and you're tired because you're 80 miles in so you have to practice that self-awareness and self-analysis exactly and very yeah and it's no no and in these kind of trips it's just like it's just it just happens you know like you're out there and it's just like well if you don't get yourself out of this and deal with it then you know you're just gonna be overwhelmed and no one's coming to help you you know and so i think that was super helpful because it's like you know just makes you i guess more self-reliant you know does it does it change your way you meet your effort out at all like and, or patience i think you're more honest yeah. you know like i just like for instance like i was saying like walking in pole creek most people run that it's just runnable terrain, you know? But you're also 12,000 feet. You're 12,000 feet, and you're like 20 miles in. And it's just like you really exhaust yourself running sections there, and off, you can totally, you know? I mean, you know, you run the flats and the downhills, but there's just these little these little bumps. And it's, I guess it just adds a little layer of confidence, you know, mm-hmm. and just saying like, hey, it's all right, just manage your own race. And like same like when you are saying about coming into Ure, taking the lead, it, it's just it's just a moment in time right it's mm-hmm. not really like it's not going to really determine the outcome of the race that you leave your a in first place you know what i'm saying yeah. like it's like it, i don't know it, it doesn't really matter and but but it can get to your head it can because i mean it is a, it's an artificial but obvious kind of like marker it is yeah and it's you know i mean i won't say that it doesn't add a little psych you know you're just like cool like i'm leading hard rock you know awesome you know but at the same time it can be misleading in the I could have like cranked out of your and run all of Cane Bird you know and being like all right this is my moment I'm going for would it would you have done that say five years ago maybe or um, would you have been more likely to I don't know I I think um I don't know I I think the good races I've had maybe unintentionally have been well managed that way low pressure you know just kind of manage yourself let things happen and the bad races you you put more expectations on yourself you expect more from the outcome mm-hmm. you go in with splits you go in with like references you know and you're like well i did this before so i should be able to replicate this but 
like Jim Western is a perfect example of this, you know? It's like obviously he has the capacity to run like a transcendental race, you know? Yeah. He did it last year, nearly pulled it off, you know? But then to go and replicate that, eh, it's really hard to just have the spark and like make the magic happen, you know, all the time, yeah. you know? Instead of just letting it happen. Yeah, and if the conditions aren't like, like today was a perfect example, it, the race was relatively slow, mm -hmm. you know? like With it, as good a front of the field as you, you know, has been here. Yeah, totally. On I either mean, the men's or the women's side. Chilean hasn't run over 24 hours here. It's, you know, until today. And it was just because, like, the weather and all that. Just So instead of focusing on time, like, I'd love to run, like, I'd love to break 24 here, you know? Yeah. But I knew, like, honestly, like, 20 miles in the race, I was like, just run the race. Like, don't, it's not, time is irrelevant here. Because just, like, it was really marshy and, like, wet, and it's just slow, you know? The Pole Creek can be very slow. Yeah, and, and sometimes it can be pretty sunny and dry, you know? But, like, this was... creeks. Yeah. <laughs> And so, you know, it's just like making those little assessments and I guess you gain perspective in that regard of just being more confident in like what you need to do, mm -hmm. you know? Like, you know, I would even, I just, I would tell Keenan like walking up Cambria, I was like, I'm walking this, you know? And cause he's just like trotting along with his stick, you know? And I'm just like, yeah, this is, it's easier for me to walk here. And you could have been. I could run. Yeah, and you probably could have been led into that. Like, yeah, and I was just like, well, I'll run the flat bits, but honestly like, in my mind, when I came into Uri, I was like, oh, I've got this like long, gradual hike up to Virginia's, you know? And it's kind of a rest nearly, you mm -hmm. know? I mean, you're still putting in effort and everything, but it's just like- There's nothing taxing, it's particularly taxing on any part, any system. No, you're just hiking up the hill. Yeah. And you can quickly add a little component to that that's like, oh, I'm jogging little bits here, jogging little bits there. And then all of a sudden it's like becomes more of an effort, you know? I, I observed that like when I was going up engineer, I decided the same thing. I came into Grouse and I'm like, Engineer's got like quite a few flat spots. Yeah. I hiked the whole hill. And Caroline was right behind me, and she was probably, I don't know, a couple hundred yards behind me. And she was, that was some, uh, she was running yeah. a lot of the sections, but never caught me to the top. She always stayed exactly in like the same position. I was just like thinking like, huh, it's kind of interesting. Like you can just basically like hike pretty relaxed instead of doing like little and whatever system works for you, you know yeah. if like jogging like some people are efficient at that yeah true. and loosens up your you know changes your muscles or whatever like Sepchenio does that a lot like he'll like jog like really steep stuff sometimes like <laughs> and I'm always like ah oh, I, I just <sighs> thinks it's easier to hike you know yeah. and he's just kind of like no I just it sort of switches up the muscles I use and I kind of like it and it's not like you know so whatever works but you know well congratulations on finding something that worked this week thanks a lot man yeah, yeah. good luck at Tortoise Young thank you